Blog Talk Radio.
Blog Talk Radio.
Lord. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Well, shalom, shalom, my brothers and sister. Welcome to the Lord Tower. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. I have a great Bible study tonight. Thank you, Lord, which I'm excited to bring because I know that it will be a blessing to God's people. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I hope God will speak to your life through this teaching tonight. Thank you, Lord. And I want to go ahead and go into prayer before I begin the Bible study to ask the Lord to speak to your life. Hallelujah, Jesus. Speak to your people's life, Lord. Minister, mighty Lord, mighty God, Lord Jesus. We bind those strong men and all hindering spirit, Lord Jesus, around my house, this office, my life, Lord Jesus. Forgive our sin and trespasses this day. I'm sorry, Lord, for my sin and my trespasses on this day. Your people sin and trespasses this day, Lord. Cleanse us for your powerful blood, Lord Jesus, up and down, north to south, east to west. In Jesus' name, send trillions and billions of angels, Lord. Benjamin's mind say the Lord, for north to south, east to west, up and down, Lord Jesus, around my home, around my family, my sons, Lord Jesus, around everyone's home, everyone's family, everyone listening, Lord. And everyone that will listen to this message, we, we minister by you, Lord. In Jesus' name, and especially, Lord Jesus. So, Lord Jesus, help me, Lord. Use me, Lord, to share from the Father what the Father wants to speak to his people. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Well, I thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Well, yes, my brothers and sisters, hallelujah. I'm going to put a title to this uh, teaching tonight. The title that I have is, uh, From Where Your Treasure Is, Will Your Heart Be Also, which is Matthew 6.21. Thank you, Lord. Our heart, brothers and sisters, need to be in the right place. In order for us to please God, we are called to please God, brothers and sisters. Praise you, Lord. But our heart, hallelujah, needs to be in God, needs to be in the right place. I'm going to tell you a few of the things that you and I can do with our heart or from the heart, which is very important. Thank you, Jesus, that we do, brothers and sisters, from the heart. Because man... Brothers and sisters, we know uh, when, uh, praise you, Lord, thank you, Jesus, we know that when the prophet, uh, the prophet, the prophet Nathan was sent to, hallelujah, Eli, the father of David, he went to anoint David, and he went to anoint David, David had several brothers, we know the story, and he looked at all his brothers that were very capable, because they, they were part of the army, of the, of the army, of King Saul, praise the Lord. And so they were very capable soldiers to perform whatever work they were sent to be to do. And we can see they're obedient because they submitted to, to Saul when they fought the Philistines. So brothers and sisters, we know that uh, Saul thought that one of them would be the king. But none of them were the king. You know why? Because praise the Lord. Hallelujah. They looked capable, they were capable, but they were not ready in their heart as David was. And so God looks at the heart, but man 
looks of the outer appearance, God told Samuel. Hallelujah. God looks at the heart, brothers and sisters. Because the heart, praise you, Jesus, it's with the it's where we are sincere. When we speak from the heart, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, it's when we are sincere, brothers and sisters. That's why God wants everything that we do, including prayer, to come out of the heart. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. It's very, very important. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Very important that, hallelujah, everything we do for God or everything we do for the kingdom has to be from the heart. Because from the heart, Jesus taught, the mouth speaketh. Let me tell you a few of the things we do with our heart. We, we believe with our heart, the Bible says. We listen or hear with our heart, brothers and sisters. We communicate with God with our heart. We talk with God with our heart, brothers and sisters. We obey or we keep the commandment with our heart also. Hallelujah. How should we keep our heart pure? The Bible said we should keep our heart pure. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. A pure heart. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That we must have, we must keep a pure heart. The Bible teaches us that, and we're going to share that from the Word of God, brothers and sisters. I, 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 this Bible study may take two or three days. Amen. But I want to take my time explaining, because this is very important, explaining from the Word of God, how should our heart be before the Lord? And when you pray, we also pray from the heart. Hallelujah. I don't want to forget that. We pray, thank you, Lord, with our heart. God loves when we pray from our heart. Our, our, our deepest and most sincere prayer, according to the Word of God, are from the heart. So you're going to learn to know, to get to know your heart according to the Word of God. And if you keep your heart for the Lord, your whole life is going to change. I believe this Bible study, let me tell you something. Jesus spoke with me about keeping a pure heart and taught me by his word how to go about it. And in 2012, I shared how to go about with a pure heart. Now we're in 2016, and I believe there are many people that don't know how to keep a pure heart for the Lord. But I'm going to teach you more the Word of God, by the Word of God, how to keep a pure heart for God, so that whatever you ask God, whatever you pray, you can get instant response from the Lord, brothers and sisters. It sounds to you, to some of you, very difficult. But I'm going to teach you by the word that it's very possible to do this. Because with God, all things are possible. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to teach you this. I'm going to teach you this. And this is why, Father God, I asked the Lord yesterday morning about this teaching. He put it in my heart. And he said, yes, said to my heart, yes. Father God is very excited in heaven about me teaching about, about the heart. Brothers and sisters, praise you, Lord. I don't usually come on Saturday to teach about these things, but I'm here. I'll be here Saturday, hallelujah, and Sunday, and hopefully, if I can, uh, Monday, if not Tuesday night. 
I will be here live teaching about the heart. Uh, you need to get to you need to get to know God, but you also need to get to know your heart. Your heart can be very deceiving, but if you go according to the Word, you will learn to get to know God with your heart, and you will know when God speaking to you to your heart also. When we finish, and this is going to be so powerful. God in heaven is, is excited about this. Father God is excited about this. God is going to speak to your life through this teaching, and your life will change. Believe me, Father God confirmed this to me yesterday, uh, today, today morning and prayer. I'm sorry, today morning and prayer. And I told uh, the Lord that I will make every effort to come on tonight. Praise your Lord. God wants me to come on tomorrow night also. And God willing, I will be here tomorrow night also teaching about the heart. It will change your life. The way Father God has given me this teaching, it will change your life. It has changed mine. It has changed several other people's life. And I hope that if you open your heart to receive God's word, it's going to change your heart in your life also. You will not be the same when I finish with this Bible study. But you must follow the Bible study, the word. Because it will all come from the Word. I will just explain to you what God has revealed to me from the Word, that it will be a great blessing to your life. So I hope some of you that want a deeper relationship with Jesus and the Father and the Holy Spirit are looking forward to this Bible study. Because when I finish with this Bible study, if you receive God's Word with your heart, it's going to change your life, and you will have a deeper relationship with God you will hear the Lord. God will speak to you. Brothers and sisters, it's going to be powerful, powerful. As a vain, hallelujah, to a few people that I know personally through the Lord's hour, they have, been, they have been blessed greatly. And I hope you will be blessed also. Remember that I don't argue with the Word of God. I just receive the Word. I believe it, and that settles it. I don't say here to question God's Word or to contradict or to come against God's word, brothers and sisters. I always tell people since 2012, hallelujah, you may not agree with me, but don't disagree with God's word, brothers and sisters, because God is always right. God has never made a mistake ever, and he is never going to make a mistake. God is perfect, and when I say God, I'm speaking about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. If we set our heart on Jesus, if we set our heart on God's word, brothers and sisters, we are going to be blessed because God is never wrong. God is not going to tell you and I something that is not true. If our heart is in the Lord, it will be in the right place. We will grow and mature. We will produce and we will multiply. Exactly what God told us and even the garden, to be fruitful and to multiply. But you cannot be fruitful without Jesus. You cannot multiply without Jesus. You can increase without the Lord, but you cannot multiply, brothers and sisters, in the Lord. And that's what a lot of people have tried to do for many years. They have tried to increase, they have tried to be fruitful, and they have tried to multiply. The fruits of the Spirit are the fruit of Jesus. Jesus the, for the Lord is the Spirit of both of the churches. Jesus Christ is the Holy Spirit. If you have the Son, you have also the Father, and you have also the Holy Spirit. 
Because Jesus Christ is the Holy Spirit. It is just a person. The Holy Spirit is a person of Jesus and through whom, hallelujah, he, he uses for his glory. Thank you, Lord. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. God is awesome. God wants to speak to his people. I thank you, Lord. If our heart is in the right place, if, if you pray daily, like David prayed in Psalm 51.10, for God to create in him a pure heart, praise you, Lord. I tell you, praise you, Jesus, that God will create in you a pure heart. God wants to do this. The Father God, Jehovah God, Yahweh Elohim, Yahweh Elohim has spoken to me to speak to his children, I remember, to bring this teaching about having a pure heart, as Jesus, his son, has taught me this. Brothers and sisters, for about five to six years now, Jesus came to me with the teaching about the pure heart. I know it might be longer than maybe seven years, but it's what I remember right now. And I pay close attention to Jesus about this. Jesus told me that he's always right. His teachings are correct for me to listen to him because we have a tendency, brothers and sisters, to question without listening. And when we question God without listening to God, we will not learn anything. And that's why so many people have been a Christian for years but have learned very little. I thank God because of the people that have been coming to the Lord's Tower to listen and learn, and they have told me how much the life has grown like never before, even going to church. And I thank the Lord for his word, his revelation, and his teaching. Everything we do here, we do for the glory of Jesus. This is not for the glory of Elvie and anybody else. What I share with you on the Lord's Tower, I receive from Jesus Jesus Christ himself to me. And that is exactly what I'm going to share in this Bible study of the heart. God has a heart, and his heart also hurt. You're going to learn by the word that as your heart hurt, God's heart also hurt when we are disobedient or when we break his commandment, brothers and sisters. So much more we are going to learn. In Psalm 51, brothers and sisters, verse 9, David said these words, Hide thy faith from my sin. Listen, sister, if we don't repent our sin daily, they are hunting us. They are our enemies. Don't think that sins are your friend. They are not your friend. They are not my friend. They need to be repented so the blood of Jesus will cleanse them out of our life. Sister, Hide thy faith from my sin, pray David, King David, and blot out all my iniquity. Verse 10. Create in me cleanse heart, O God, and renew a right spirit without me. Brothers and sisters, without a new heart, brothers and sisters, we are in trouble. Because without a, a pure heart, a clean heart, hallelujah, we will not see the Lord. We will not see God. We will not see Jesus. It is so important to Father. It is so important to Jesus that we have a pure heart. If we want to see him, it is a major 
important. This Bible study to the Father, to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, it is a major important because it has to do cleansing our heart and for our heart to be ready to listen to God, to hear from God, to communicate from God, to believe God and believe his word, brothers and sisters, and to one day see him. Thank you, Lord. Matthew 5a says this, Bless are the pure in heart, for they should see God. Again, bless are the pure in heart, for they should see God. If you ever want to see God, if you are ever going to see God, you need to have a pure heart. It is a major importance to the Father and to the Lord and to the Holy Spirit that we have a pure heart. Jesus explains to me that when we, when we speak and we say God, we are with God, first of all, according to the dictionary, means a supreme being. But according to Jesus, I asked the Lord how to refer to God. Because I thought when I said God, I was referring to the Father. But Jesus said to me a few months ago that when we say God, we are referring to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost. And I didn't know that. I didn't know that until Jesus said, explained that to me. There's so much he has explained to me, brothers and sisters. That has been a great blessing to my life. It has changed my life as it was changed your life. I also asked Jesus about the name of the Father. The name of the Father, as God gave it to Moses, it is a four-letter name. But no one knew how to pronounce the name of the Father. The Jewish people were very afraid to pronounce the Father's name. But I asked Jesus, in the true pron pr pronunciation of the name of the Father, the name Yahweh is the older pronunciation, and the name Yahweh is one of the newest ones, and the name Jehovah. And what Jesus said to me, that the, the, the best way to call the Father, he says, is Yahweh, with a B. Not with a W. He said, with a B, Yahweh. But he said that also Yahweh, Yahweh was okay, as Jehovah is good also. Praise you, Lord. I thank God for that. We are not sinning when we say Yahweh. But Yahweh is, a, is a much better, he said. And I thank the Lord Jesus for that. He has, he has helped me so much to understand this mystery that I, that I didn't know and no one can really tell me what God meant to say. But Jesus has been helping me and the Holy Spirit also and the Father also. I thank you, Lord. Some of the stuff that Jesus has said to me, Father God, had also confirmed them to me, brothers and sisters. And this is why I'm excited to teach this Bible study, because Jesus came to me years ago to teach me about the pure heart. And then the Father, hallelujah, confirmed this to me. He confirmed the teaching of the pure heart. And he says that, he wanted me to teach this to his children. He spoke to me with an audible voice. And I said, yes, Father, I will. So Father God is very excited tonight as he let me know this morning that I'm bringing this Bible study of the heart. 
of having a pure heart, a heart that will listen to God, a heart that will speak to God, a heart that will be pure, a heart that will be ready for Him, a heart that will communicate with God, a heart that will keep His commitment, a heart that will listen. Brothers and sisters, God looks at the heart. You might be looking at people of how much money they make, how great it is, their ministry is, how much millions of people are they reaching up there, how much famous they are, what kind of car they drive, and what kind of house they live in, what kind of plane they, they are being driven in or flying in. Brothers and sisters, but none of those things matter to God. The only thing that matters to God is how is our heart. Brothers and sisters, that's what matters. The state of your heart in my heart is what matters to the Father. I thank you, Lord. Create in me a clean heart, O oh God, and renew the right spirit within me. Who oh, I thought, David, that God would prefer that we have a new, a, a new heart, a clean heart, a pure heart, a holy heart, a righteous heart. Who taught David this? There was no, no one more greater than Jesus, who had taught David this in David's secret relationship with the Lord. Because it's in the secret that we communicate with God. It is in the secret he teaches us, brothers and sisters. It is in the secret place, in the seeking communication with God, brothers and sisters. I thank you, Lord. Genesis 6, 5, hallelujah, says this, hallelujah. And God saw the wickedness of man was great on the earth, and that every imagining thought of the heart was evil continuously. Look how God did not look at the appearance of man who had just gotten together with fallen angel. There was giant on the earth in those days. It was not, God was not so much worried in regard to the giant. God is not worried about the evil of the earth, brothers and sisters, because the evil of the earth, he prophesied through Enoch, seven from Adam, that he will come with his army, and he will put an end to all the evil, to all the wicked ones, brothers and sisters, according to the book of Jude. He prophesied Enoch, seven from Adam, about the end of all things. So God is not worried about nothing else. It's how your heart is before him. How is man's heart before his presence? Because from the heart, the mouth speaketh. If you are continuously speaking evil, don't think that it just comes from your mind or your mouth, but you're going to learn today that it comes from your heart. You need to keep your heart for the Lord. You need to keep a pure heart for the Lord. With that heart, you listen. You hear. With your heart, you keep God's commitment. You obey them from your heart, brothers and sisters. Obedience starts in the heart, not just in the mind, but in your heart, brothers and sisters. Keeping the commandment of God gains in your heart. Having a relationship with God, a relationship with Jesus starts in the heart. A lot of people say, I pray and I pray, 
and God don't answer me because it begins in the heart. If your heart is not right with God, you can pray all day long and you may not receive. I tell you this day. I tell you this day because you may be asking, why am I praying and asking God and asking God, but I don't see no result. There is no answer from God to me. And it has to do with your heart. Lord, I repent of my sins, say today. Cleanse my heart, Lord Jesus. Please forgive my sin and my trespasses, Lord. And cleanse my heart with your blood, Jesus. Clean out everything in my heart that is not your, Lord. That is not pleasing before your presence. Oh, iniquity, Lord. Oh, evil. Oh, sin, Lord. Cleanse it from my heart, Lord Jesus. With your blood and your holy fire. In Jesus' name I pray. In Jesus' name I ask, oh Lord. Listen, God, to the prayer on my heart. If you pray from your heart, God will hear you. And God will answer. Why did God always hear David's prayer? Why was David's prayer of the lie before the Lord? Why? Because David's heart was like God's own heart. It was pure. It was righteous. God is holy. God is pure. And David's heart was pure, was cleansed. Brothers and sisters, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. The generation of Noah had a wicked heart, had an evil heart. Evil was continuously before God in their heart. That means there was no repenting among them. Care not to repent. They care not to confess their iniquity from their heart. They probably did it from their lips, but their heart was not converted. Their heart was not changed. They did not have a pure heart. God cannot look at the heart. God can see what was in the heart, evil continuously. Nothing else. Nothing else. There was no repenting. There was no, Father, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry. I have sinned against you, against heaven. There was no, I'm sorry, in their heart. But wicked, continuously, it was what in their heart, brothers and sisters. The things that was not pleasing unto the Lord, it is what was in their heart. And that was not pleasing unto God. This is why Jesus said that this generation would be like the generations of Noah, continue sin in their heart, and they will not repent from their heart. There are few people repenting from their heart. Oh, the Lord's confirming I thank you, Lord. The Lord just confirmed that he said yes to me. Brothers and sisters, this is like the generation of Noah, maybe even worse. They're not repenting from their heart. A lot of people are being taught to repent from their lips, not their heart. Because when there is a repenting from the heart, there is a change. There's a transformation that occurred. If you don't believe me, I can show you by the word, brothers and sisters, the word of God teaches us the truth. The world cannot teach you the truth, but the word of God can teach you the truth. Listen to what God says in his word, brothers and sisters. Romans 10a says this, But what saith the word is in that is not indeed. 
even in thy mouth and in thy heart. This is the word of faith which we preach, says the apostle Paul to the Romans. If thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. You have to believe from your heart in order for the new man, for the new woman to happen in you. This is why there's not much change in people's lives, because the repenting is only from the lips. You, can't, you need to confess from your mouth, yes, but you also need to believe in your heart. This is why I said one of the things we do with our heart is believe, communicating so much more. I thank you, Lord, for this Bible study. Hallelujah. The Word of God is so awesome. Genesis 6, 6. Listen to the heart here. And the Lord repented that he had made man on the earth and grieved him in his heart. The heart of man was wicked continuously. But God was doing what he tells us to do in the last day. Repent. Repent. God was repenting. And if God can repent, why would you and I repent? I thank you, Jesus. I hope God is speaking to you. The Lord was repenting. Why can you and I not repent? He is holy. There is no sin in him. He never sinned. And he still repent. So why can you and I not repent? I thank you, Lord. He, God is the great example of repenting. If anyone in that day say to God, why were you telling men to repent? God cannot look at you and say, I am the greater example of repenting. Did you not read my word? What did my word say about repenting? Genesis 6, 6, And the Lord repented that he had made men on the earth, and they grieved in his heart. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. He is the greatest example of repenting. If anyone's going to point finger, if anyone's going to say anything, God is the great example. He put himself as an example. He cannot swear by anyone greater because there's no one greater than him. Thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. He has to swear for himself and for his throne because there's no one greater than him, the word of God says. God is the greatest sample of repenting. If you got anything to say, take it before the Lord. If you and I got anything to say, you better take it before the Lord. You'll be in trouble. We need to keep our mouths shut and read His Word and believe His Word. He is the greatest example of repentance. Jesus told me in heaven, tell my people to continue to repent daily as you have. Oh, I thank you, Lord. He turned around and looked at me. He looks beautiful and handsome and turned around before he brought me back to the earth. And he said to me, tell my children to continue to repent as you have told them daily to continue to repent. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I was so happy he told me that. I was so happy. I don't want to say anything that is not of God here. I don't want to mislead anyone. I want everyone that follow Jesus and listen to the Lord, especially those that listen to the Lord's hour, to go home in the rapture. It's what Jesus promised me. 
that he was preparing people through this program to come home and the raptured. Praise the Lord. And he already showed me, me in heaven, hugging many brothers and sisters who were listening at the Lord's Tower who came home in the, in the rapture, in the departure. And I'm excited for that day. I am excited for that day where we're going to give each other a hug, brothers and sisters. Oh, I thank you, Lord. With the heart, man, believe unto salvation. Hallelujah. Thou shalt believe that in the heart that God raised him from the dead and shall be saved. For with the heart man believe unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. I thank you, Lord. Listen careful here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our prayer from heart, our believing to God from the heart, it's more important, brothers and sisters, than anything else. With the heart man believe unto righteousness. If you want to be right, standing with God, righteousness, holy, pure, in other words, the Lord is going to make you this way. When you believe from the heart, holiness starts in the heart, in other words. It begins through your confession through your mouth, confessing the Lord, believing with your heart, and the change begins in your life. You want God to begin to do a mighty change in your life, begin to believe God from your heart. And watch God change your life. Thank you, Jesus. And not only that, God will change thousands and millions after that, after you believe with the heart, because God is going to use you as a vessel for his glory. That I can also prove in the Word of God. Oh, my goodness. Everything is in the Word of God. I know a lot of people will say, what is the benefit, Brother Ovi, of this Bible study? Well, i got, I got to show you the benefit. I believe in God. I have a pure heart. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. There is a benefit. And much more, God answering your prayer. Oh, God. That's even much more. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. After God gives you a new heart, a pure heart, this is verse 13, David. Then I will teach, hallelujah, I will teach transgressor thy way. Sinner that way. And the sinner should be converted unto thee. Well, repent, converted, change. Their life is going to be changed when your life is changed. Why is the problem of people winning people for the kingdom? They're not changed, my God. And if they're not changed, God cannot use them to change someone else. Oh, God. You want God to change anyone else? Ask God to change you first. Ask Him to change Him first. Believe God with your heart. Have a pure heart with God. The Lord can do this. Everything is possible with God. And then God will use you to change other people's life. I thank you, Lord. I write the Psalm 51.13. I thank you, Lord. Oh, God, it's so awesome. It's what is so awesome. Genesis 8.21. And the Lord smelled a sweet savor. And the Lord said in his heart, I will not again curse the ground anymore for men's sake. For the imagination of men's heart is evil from his youth. Neither will I against my anymore everything, everything living that I have done. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for your mercy. Your mercy endure forever. There's God saying he would not. He swear he was not going to do it. When he smelled a sweet savor that was coming out of the, the, the sacrifice, hallelujah, Thank you, Lord. That sweet savor that was coming, hallelujah, 
hallelujah, from the sacrifice of Noah, hallelujah, when he saw that coming from the heart of Noah, brothers and sisters, that obedience that Noah had before him, how Noah's life was, he was such a righteous man before the Lord. I thank you, Lord. God did not want to do it anymore. Praise you, Lord, because he loved Noah. He loved Noah. So I will not do it like this anymore. Destroy the whole, the whole humanity to water. Thank you, Jesus. He, he, he began to understand right there, the Bible says in us, that man's heart is evil from the youth. Thank you, Lord. That gave God, that sacrificial, that Noah made, that small, that sweet savor. Thank you, Lord. That, that, that the sacrificial represented Christ. The sweet savor of Christ. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. That came up before the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That immediately helped God to understand man. Because Christ is the one, brothers and sisters, helping Father. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Christ Jesus is so special to the Father. He loved his son so much that his son, hallelujah, is hallelujah. It's a sweet savor to him, brothers and sisters. It is a sweet savor. Thank you, Lord, to him. We see that sweet savor smell and no sacrifice that was made in the Old Testament that represented Christ. Again, to the 2918, and that should burn a whole ram upon the altar. It is a burnt offering unto the Lord, and it's a sweet savor offering made fire unto the Lord. That's what Jesus Christ represent as a son of God before the Father, the offering, the sweet savor offering he has, brothers and sisters. He is so special to the Father that he smells so good. His sacrifice is a sweet savor. It pleases the Father, his sacrifice. I thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Also, the obedient through Christ, when we are obedient, Look what Second Corinthians two fifteen says: For we are unto God a sweet savor of Christ, and those who are saved, and those, hallelujah, and those who perish. Thank you, Jesus. We we are a good smell through Christ to God, brothers and sisters. We smell grace. We we smell like grace. We smell great when we walk in obedience. I thank you, Lord. We smell great. Hallelujah. Ephesians 5, 2. Walk in love as Christ also has loved us. He has given himself for us as an offering of a sacrifice to God for a sweet, smelling savor. Oh, I thank you, God, for Jesus. Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, according to Ephesians 5, 2, is a sweet savor. It's a sweet smelling before Father. He smells so good. So anyone that comes to God in obedience to Christ will have that sweet smelling before the Father too. Oh, I thank you, God. That's what changes in us. The smell of death that sin brings into our life is cleansed by the blood. And what comes in our life is the sacrificial that Jesus did on the cross. And they come to us, hallelujah, and bring a sweet-smelling savor. Hallelujah. Oh, a sweet savor of Christ in us. The sacrifice on the cross. Brothers and sisters, there are many people not claiming what Jesus did on the cross. There are a lot of people asking God for things or rebuking the devil. 
But there's nothing more and more powerful than what Jesus did on the cross. You need to learn to claim, brothers and sisters, what Jesus did on the cross. The devil don't want to hear that. Because that is a true. That is true. That Jesus Christ defeated all principality on the cross. Putting them to shame. They don't want to hear you claiming what Jesus did on the cross. Because it defeat the devil, it defeat death, and then defeat all his army. Brothers and sisters, learn to claim what Jesus did on the cross. I thank you, Lord. Genesis seventeen seventeen. Abraham felt his face and laughed and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is a 100-year-old, and to Sarah, who is 90 years old, bears. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He laughed, brothers and sisters. It was not that he did not believe, but he laughed in his heart. You see that not only you can pray in your heart, believe in your heart, but you can also laugh in your heart. Be careful how you laugh in your heart. Be very careful. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Be very careful what comes out of your heart. Because God looks at the heart. Man looks at the appearance. But Father God looks at the heart. You want God to see, to smell, to see something in your heart that is of God. Hallelujah. And nothing else. Hallelujah. Look what happened after he laughed in verse 17. And Abraham said unto God, All that Israel might live before thee. And God said, Son of thy wife shall bear thee a son in thee. And thou shalt call his name Isaac. And I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant with his seed after him. As for Israel have I heard thee, behold, I have blessed him, and will make him a fruitful multiply him exceedingly, to all princes to be so he beget. And I will make him a great nation. Hallelujah. By my covenant where I established with Isaac, whom Sarah shall bear unto thee, hallelujah, at the set time next year. Thank you, Lord. And he left off talking with him, and God went out from Abraham. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for hallelujah. This, this is such a great example. You see how when you pray from your heart, and your heart is pure, your heart, you believe by faith from your heart. You also have faith from your heart. You believe from your heart. Very important. Pleasing unto God. Abraham was a friend of God. And his relationship, how he believed God from his heart, brothers and sisters, very important. Very, very important. I thank you, Lord. Genesis 18.5. I will fetch a morsel of bread and comfort you in your heart. After that, that you should pass on, therefore, and you are to come to your servant and then said, so do as thou hast said. This is about the servant of Abraham. Praise the Lord. God said he will comfort her in the heart. God can comfort a heart, brothers and sisters. Let not your heart be troubled, Jesus said in John 14. Believe God. Believe also in me. In my father's house there are many mansions. If it were not true, I would have told you so. We need to believe in our heart. That we have a mansion in heaven ready for us. That when we go home in the rapture, we will inherit our mansion that is in heaven. But we need to believe from our heart. And we cannot let our heart be troubled. There are many people listening that have left their heart in these last days be troubled. 
God don't want your heart to be troubled. Praise the Lord. Because it will affect your faith. That's why he said, believe God. Let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. The first thing when your heart is troubled is that you'll begin to doubt the word of God, what God has said, and what God has promised. Let not your heart be troubled. That is a great advice. The Lord gave us out in his word. If you feel that your heart is being troubled in the last day, you need to stop everything. You need to go into prayer. And you need to say, Lord, I'm sorry for allowing my heart to be troubled. Lord, bring your peace into my heart, Lord. Take all concern and worry away from my heart. And give me peace in my heart, Lord, that I will believe in you, Lord, and that I will believe in the Father, I will believe in your word, Lord Jesus, firmly. In Jesus' name I pray. And wash your heart. Hallelujah. Begin to be steady in peace again. Give me your peace, Lord. Not like the world giveth, but like you giveth, Lord. And the Lord will give you his peace, brothers and sisters. Very important, very important. We have the peace of the Lord in our heart. And these last days, hallelujah, it's very important. Thank you, Lord. Verse 18, Genesis 18, 6. And Abraham hastened unto his tent unto Sarah, and said, Make me ready quickly three measures of fine meal, neareth, and make a cake upon thy heart. See, every even cooking, make a cake upon thy heart. How, how you would, would do it from the heart. In other words, cook me a meal, a cooking meal from your heart. In other words, that it will be right to you because you know how to cook. Let it come from your heart, and it will come. My mom is a great cook. And I asked my mom the other day when she was visiting me, Mom, how come you always cook so good? My mom said, because I do it from love from my heart. And I didn't know this, but this helped me to confirm this message. My mom said she do it with love from her heart every time she cook. Brothers and sisters, that is a mighty confirmation of God's word to, to us, to me. I thank you, Lord. When it's from the heart, if a wife will love her husband and her children, cook from the heart, that meal will always be great. It will always be greatly received from it when it's from the heart. I thank you, Lord. We have so much to learn. Genesis 25, he said, Not unto me, she is my sister. And she even, she herself said, He is my brother. The integrity of my heart, of innocence, of my hand, have I done this? This man was right. Hallelujah. When he said he was sinning his heart. This is why God did not destroy his household. Hallelujah. When he was, when he dared to try to touch Sarah. Take her as a wife when she was married to Abraham. Brothers and sisters, the Lord has spared him because of his pure heart. God can spare people for having a pure heart. This is why we need to pray that God will touch people to have a pure heart, that they will have a pure heart, because God will preserve them even in the day of judgment to come. I thank you, Lord, because that God preserved Amimelech in his household. Genesis twenty four forty five. And before I was done speaking in my heart, behold, Rebecca came forward with her picture and her shoulder, 
And she went down unto the water and drew water. And I said, and I said unto her, Let me drink, I pray thee. This was when the servant of Abraham, Abraham sent him to find Isaac a wife. Thank you, Lord. That he prayed that God would lead him and put a sign before the Lord that the one that comes to draw water and give water to her camel or him, she will be the one. And then came Rebecca, brothers and sisters. She came forward to draw water, hallelujah, and she offered the servant water. She drew, she, as he asked for water, she drew water for him and for his camel, brothers and sisters. And he knew, the servant of Abraham knew that she was the one because she humbled herself. She was looking for a meek and humble woman of God, which is very valuable in the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise you, Lord, for women like Rebecca. Genesis twenty-one forty-one. Thank you, Lord. And so he, oh, Lord, he was speaking in his heart. You speak with your heart. Genesis twenty-seven forty-one. Esau hated Jacob because of the blessing whereby his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, The day of mourning for my father on our hand. Then I will slay my brother Jacob. He was planning all this evil in his heart. You can plan good in your heart as you can plan evil. Be careful what you plan in your heart because it can be evil before the Lord. It cannot please the Lord. Brothers and sisters, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord. Genesis 42, 28. He said unto his brother, My money is restored, and lo, even in my sack, and in thy heart fail. Then they were afraid and saying one to another, what is it that God has done unto us? This was Joseph and his brother, brothers and sisters, his heart failed. Hallelujah. Them and they were afraid of Joseph because he had so much power. He was the right hand of Pharaoh. Hallelujah. You can fail in your heart. If your heart fail you, you need to begin to repent for any sin that you have ever done. Joseph brothers had done a great sin. By pretending to Jacob and the father, they deceive the father. When you deceive someone, your heart can fail you. They deceive that Joseph was killed. And then they lie that an animal had killed them. Brothers and sisters. And they have that remorse in their heart of the evil they have done, they have planned. Brothers and sisters. But it was not pleasing unto the Lord what they have done, that what they have planned was not pleasing unto the Lord, because evil is never a pleasing to the Lord. It never pleases the Lord. You and I need to be careful planning our heart. And if we are thinking anything against our brothers and sisters, we need to repent, brothers and sisters. It's very important. We are careful, brothers and sisters, with anything we say and with everything we do, because it may not be pleasing to the Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Guard your heart. The Word of God teaches us because there's life in the heart. You need to guard your heart. You need to protect your heart from everything that goes around the world, from all the evil that goes around the world. You need to heart and keep your heart. The book of Proverbs teaches us. We're going to go into that. It's very important. You keep your heart for God, brothers and sisters. You keep your heart pure. For God, that you will not contaminate yourself with the evil things that are going around the world. 
There are many things in the world that God, from which God wants us, brothers and sisters, to keep our heart pure from it. We are in the world, brothers and sisters, but I tell you something, we are not of the world. We need to be very careful that we don't let the things of the world contaminate us because there's been a lot of people, brothers and sisters, who have been contaminated, hallelujah, by the things of the world. And you and I need to be careful. Things of the world don't contaminate us, brothers and sisters, that our heart remain pure for God, that we don't let anything from the world come into our life to contaminate us, brothers and sisters. We need, it's very important, brothers and sisters. A lot of people don't take it for serious or don't take serious, and they listen to anything and everything. They may not be pleasing unto God, but that God had asked us to be careful, brothers and sisters, that we don't let the things of the world, hallelujah, contaminate, hallelujah, our life, our heart, that belong, hallelujah, to God. Because our life, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, hallelujah, belongs to the Lord, including our heart, which dwelleth the Holy Spirit of God also. I thank you, Lord. Be careful that you don't contaminate your life with the things that are not pleasing to the Lord. But keep your life for the Lord. Keep your heart pure for the Lord. Jesus is coming very soon, very soon, to take his bride home, your heart. I will continue with this Bible study tomorrow night. Don't miss it, brothers and sisters. Don't miss tomorrow night. Hallelujah. Don't miss tomorrow night program. I'm going to continue with this teaching tomorrow night Sunday. Don't miss it. I hope God has spoken to your life. A minute into your life, I will continue tomorrow night.
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty Lord. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to the Lord's hour. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, mighty God. I hope you, I hope you can hear me clear tonight. Praise the Lord. I hope my voice in the ear is fine. Thank you, Javon. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. God is so good. Our God is so awesome. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus has not forsaken us, has not left us. He's always thinking of us. He always has us in his heart. And for sure, he is coming back for us. For sure, he is coming back to take us home. We can always trust the Lord. We can always hope on Jesus because he is faithful. And he said he will never forsake us or leave us. We can always come back to him and say, Lord, you said in your word you will not forsake us. And he's always faithful to his word, brothers and sisters. God is always faithful to his word. He will never be unfaithful to us. If we believe his word, if we are standing on his promise, standing on his word, God is faithful to his word, so God will be faithful to us. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. I had a mighty experience with Jesus a few days ago, and I would like to share that tonight. Thank you, Lord. My goodness, brothers and sisters, as the title of this message says, I want to remind you of the title in Revelation 21, hallelujah, verse 4. In God, is God doing and when he does it, he does it right. And God shall wipe away all tears from their eyes, and there shall be no more death, neither sorrow, nor crying, neither shall there be any more pain, for the former things are passed away. Your suffering, your pain, <laughs> whatever you're going through, Whatever you may go through, whatever you've been, <coughs> or whatever hard time you had, it's going to be over. It's going to pass away. You're not going to continue in pain. You're not going to continue to live in suffering when you are raptured, when you are caught up in the air, when you depart from this earth, which is any day now, and I'm going to tell you why. I believe, and I say it's any day now, as God has showed me, there is no time left for the bride of Christ to be raptured. This rapture that you and I are waiting for can happen any day, any moment, any time. The Lord can take his bride home. I tried looking in the spirit for time, and there was none that I can see. If there are any time left, it has to be so little, so small, that it escaped my eyes. And believe me, the Lord has given me good vision. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, God. Oh, brothers and sisters, I was in the third heaven, in the throne of God. And I did not see any time left. In time, in regard to time, there was none left. And that's what I'm here to tell you and encourage you. 
to continue to seek the Lord, to continue to have hope, for you not to give up ever, 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 but for you to have complete hope in Christ, complete hope in the Lord, because I was in that third throne of God, third heaven, where it was all glory, it was all power, <laughs> it was all might. It was incredible. All glory be to Jesus. All glory be to God, not to me or anybody else. Brothers and sisters, our God is God. Our God is mighty. Hallelujah. I like what John says here. When God should wipe away all tears from their eyes. It, this is the work of God. This is the work of Father. When you and I go to Father's throne in the third heaven, we are not going to cry. And if we do, Father God is going to wipe the tears away. If for any reason you go to God's throne, you go to the third heaven, and the joy makes you cry, maybe you remember the suffering you went through for a second or two, God is going to wipe that away from your face, from your eyes. He's going to take all that. You know, you, you, you think about it. What do we cry? There are, several, there are a few reasons, few, not several, but few reasons why do we cry. Crying is an expression of pain. Hallelujah. I don't know if you have meditated about this. Hallelujah. The meaning of crying. Thank you, Lord. But there's one thing the Lord reminded me of one of the meaning of crying, that I didn't look at it this way until he kind of, hallelujah, praise, hallelujah. Uh, according, according to the, uh, uh, one of the meaning of crying is the process of shedding tears, usually accompanied by sorrow rather and inaculate sound. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. So crying is a process of shedding tears. But why would why do we cry, brothers and sisters? We cry when we lose a loved one. When there's a painful situation, you break a leg, you cry. There are several few reasons why we cry. But one of the main reasons that we cry that the Lord reminded me it was that in the garden there was no crying. There was no tear in the garden. Before having any sin, they had no reason to cry. Nothing can make them cry. So cry is part of sin. Crying is fallen. Shedding tears is part of falling, brothers and sisters. If you are full of joy, you can also cry. So it, it, here, down here we will cry. Why? Because why would we cry? Because crying is part of sin. There was no crying in the garden. You will read Genesis 1, 2, and 3. You won't find no crying. There is no crying in Adam and Eve. Why? Because crying is part of fallen, a part of sin. Brothers and sisters, so when we go to heaven, we come from this fallen world into a perfect world, and all that crying is wiped away. God just takes it away from us. And there's no reason for us to cry. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Now, one of the things that the Lord says to the people, or to us in, in Revelation 21, 5, is, And he that sat upon the throne said, Behold, 
I will make all things new. For in the garden, this is how the earth was. The earth was new. Adam and Eve were new. Renew, new. Nothing old in them. No age, nothing. Absolutely. They could have been a thousand years old. But they were not a thousand years old. But they, you know, we've seen them live into 940 years, I think it was. But what I want to say to you is this. Age will not affect them. Pain will neither affect them. They have no reason to cry because they, they have not sinned yet. So crying is, be, is part of being fallen. Now, God, to take away fear from us, he makes all things new in us. He gives us a new body, brothers and sisters, a new life. In other words, when we go to heaven, everything is going to be new. You're going to have a new body, a glorified body, a heavenly body, a God-like body, a Jesus-like body. We will be like him, the Bible says. A Jesus-like body. So, we will not have any pain. We know that when Jesus comes down here, he cries. Because crying is an emotion for someone. We can either say cry can be part of love also. Amen? Brothers and sisters, but there will be no crying when we go to heaven because God is going to wipe away all, all tears. And it's not like he's going to smack us. No, he's going to love us. And with his love, he's going to cover love. Notice, sister, that's one of the things of love. Hallelujah. That's why the Bible teaches us to love. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Why? Because when you love, love covers the imperfection. Hallelujah. There is no hallelujah. One of the things about love, I'm looking at it right now, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Uh, love is kind, charity, envy not, charity, bow, hallelujah, do not puff off, uh, believe all things, bear all things, we will walk in that love in heaven. We will bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. In perfect love, there is absolutely no doubt or unbelief. How do you like that? So one of the things that teaches us, brothers and sisters, hallelujah, and I'm sorry, I'm sorry for the people that just made it in, Lord, please send billions and trillions of angels, Lord, to clean out the black talk way to Google, Lord, and all these programs and software and computer, Lord, we bind the strong man and all hindering spirit. Send 900 billion words and angels for us to stop east to west, up and down in Jesus' name. And remove the powers of evil. In the name of Jesus, the name of the Son of God Almighty. In Jesus' name, remove, Lord. Send, hallelujah, warriors in your archangel, your cherub, seraphim, Lord. And clean out block talk raiders tonight, Lord. Allow us to share your word, your people, to listen to your word. And be edified, be encouraged, Lord. To seek you and be close to you, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. So, in love, there is no doubt. Love believes at all. That means you have no doubt. You have no unbelieving love. So, why do we have doubt and unbelief? Love has not been made perfect. We have not been made perfect in love. Brothers and sisters, that's why. That's why. Thank you, Jesus. We are all in the process. 
right now in the process of God, in the process of Jesus. That's why we need to be patient with God because God is patient with us. We need to be patient because God is still working in us. None of us can say, I'm, I'm all ready. I'm all set. And if we do, we sin. We definitely sin because God is still working in our life. He's still removing things from us that are not pleasing to him. There are attitude and behavior in our lives that are not pleasing to God, and God is still working in us. This is why none of us can say we are ready, brothers and sisters, or we are no sin. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. God is still working in us. He's still working as well. So, uh... 1 Corinthians 12, 7, let me, put, let me put this part of the, the part of love that I like. Thank you, Lord. He bear, love bear all things, believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. You see how far we are from being perfect? I want you to look up God's word, and I just want you to meditate on this. Please don't judge yourself. Judge not, Jesus says. Judge not. Remember that. Because a lot of people, when they look at themselves, they're immediately judging themselves. We need to learn not to judge anybody else or ourselves neither. Because when you judge yourself, you bear, you bear so much guilt in your life that it will not let you pray, it will not let you fast, it will not let you serve the Lord. Hallelujah, as you should. So please understand. Again, love bear all things. Believe all things, hope all things, endure all things. And we are not there yet. You can look at the Word of God and see what is missing in you. Not to judge yourself, but for you to pray. 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 Paul taught us to the churches. Whatever you're lacking, whatever you need is pray. Ask. Jesus said, ask and thou shalt receive. Because he knew there will be things we do not have. There are levels and place in God that we have not gotten there yet. And God is still working in us to get us there. Thank you, Lord. And he will. All things are possible with God. So he's still working in you and I to get us to where we need to be in him. He's still working as well in us to get us to walk close with him, to be close with him, to be clothed by him, to be protected by him, which he's already doing. You see, God protection is on our life now, not tomorrow. Yeah, it, it is. It will be tomorrow. It will be. Uh, it was yesterday, but it's on your life. In, it's, in, it's in my life tonight, today. His protection is on our life now, because now is when we are the more vulnerable. Now is we are is when we are learning. Remember, my people perish for lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. He doesn't want us to perish. He came not that he came not he came for not to perish, but to have eternal life. So Jesus did not come for you and I to be lost. Lost. No, to for us to be destroyed. That that's what Jesus came for. He came that we may have life. How much life for there we? How much life that he came to give us? Abundant life. Where every day you can repent 
and he can renew you. You can repent, he can renew you. You can repent, he can renew you. He makes all things new. That's the lie you're referring to. He makes all things new. Every time his blood cleanses you from all, hallelujah, unrighteousness, all sin, you are new again. All things have passed away. He does this every day in you and I. Brothers and sisters, when we have more when we repent, he does this. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I'm going to go into the revelation of Jesus. But I have to share this that the Lord put it in my heart to share. I can see what the Lord is, share, is showing me or, or is, is giving me to give. And I don't, I, don't wanna, I don't want to stay quiet for the thing he wants me to speak because he knows the need of his people. Hallelujah. And the Lord is here to minister to his people. I can feel the Lord's presence here. And I know why he is here, to help us. Because we have a lot of struggles. And without him, all oh, brothers and sisters, I don't know if you have reached that level yet. Without Jesus, there's nothing I can do. I don't know if you're there yet. I don't know if you're still struggling to recognize Jesus in your life. I don't know if you're still not telling the Lord how much you need him. How much every day you need him. I don't know if you're there yet. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. I said, Lord, without you, there's nothing I can do. He says, he says to me, I know. I know. I'm glad you know that, he said to me. I remember the audible, audible voice. I'm glad you know that. Oh, brothers and sisters, it took me years to get there. I don't know why we fight God so much. I don't know why we struggle so much. But it's the flesh. It's the body. It's what I've come to understand by the word. This flesh is evil. It's falling out and Eve. Disobedient wants to do as well. But if we humble ourselves, he will help us. And we say, Lord, help me. I am drowning, says Peter. Help me, Lord. He looked at Peter and said, Peter, why do you doubt? Huh. It's one of the problems that we have, humanity. Although we're with the Lord, God has us all protected, and we see his blessing, we doubt. Oh, this is why we need to repent now and unbelief. Every day, please, listen. Don't hesitate to repent now and unbelief every day. Don't tell people you don't have to do that. Don't, don't think that you don't have to do that. Recognize your condition, your sinful, your falling out in you. Don't resist the Lord. Don't resist the Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We need the Lord every day. I thank you, Lord. Yes, we do. Hallelujah, Lord. He is so awesome. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Paul says to the, to the Corinthians, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. And I understood as a child. Though as a child, but when I became a man, I put away the childship things. The childish things. The things that I know, I should not know, I should not be doing. Playing around with sin is acting like a child. 
if you are a Christian who has received the Lord in your life, but you now, you look at your life and you're still playing around with sin or playing around with sinful things. You're behaving like a child, and that is not pleasing to God. Laws have not been made perfect in you when you behave this way. It is not pleasing to your father and my father when we behave this way, brothers and sisters. When I was a child, I spoke as as a child. I behaved this way. I spoke this way. I communicated this way. Milk, please, milk. Milk, mommy, milk. Thank you, Lord. I understood as a child. Go to your room. Go clean your room. <sighs> Thank you, Lord. How many times I'm going to tell you there's a bathroom? Go to the bathroom, I said. So our behavior was childish. We said things we should have not said and we were correcting. Our parents told us not to do that. Now in the Lord as an adult, brothers and sisters, we have to behave as as adults in God. There are things you and I should not be saying, should not be speaking. They added to us that it should not be in us. There are things we are, you and I are doing that we are not supposed to be doing anymore, brothers and sisters. But if you're struggling with them, call the Lord, call Jesus, say, Lord, help me. And not just call the Lord, but also fast, pray, do what the Bible tells us to do. There are things God expects you and I to do. Brothers and sisters, God is already doing what he promised he would. But there are behavior in our life that will allow the enemy to steal our blessing. i give you an example. Israel. When Israel hearkened their heart not to hear the word of the Lord through the prophet, they hearkened their heart to stiff-necked people. When they refused the word of the prophet, God allowed the enemy to come and steal their blessings. Oh, wait a minute. Was not God that blessed them in the beginning? Yes, he did. It was God that gave them everything they had. So why did God, after they disobeyed God, and now listen to his prophet's word, he allowed the enemy to steal what they had? Because they hearkened the heart to hear the word of the prophet. And God, to get them back right with him and repenting, crying back to him, God allowed the enemy to steal all the blessing he had given them in the beginning, all the abundant food, or everything they had planted, everything they had, the animal, the meat, everything they had, the enemy came and stole from them. He came to steal, kill, and destroy. A lot of people don't know because their heart in their heart to this last day, the enemy is stealing from them, and God is allowing it. And they get mad at God. They say, God, why are you doing this to me? And that's, that is not the attitude God wants them to take. The attitude God wants them to have is the attitude of repenting. The attitude to recognize their condition. And that is an attitude of obedience. Humbling ourselves before God. Knowing that we are not worthy to untie his hand. Brothers and sisters. 
We need to humble ourselves more than ever, especially in these end times. This is not time for us to hearken our hearts when God is speaking to us. But it's time for us to say, God, I have sinned against you as, as a prodigal son, against, against you and against that. Father, I have sinned against you and against heaven. David said in Psalm 51, against you, against thee, against thee have I sinned. Oh, I thank you, Lord, for that repentance of David. David did not blame anybody else. There are people today blaming someone else for their for their bad things that are going on in their life. And God is holding them responsible. And they need to repent. They need to recognize their condition. That's what God wants us to do, brothers and sisters, not to blame someone else. Not, not to say like Adam said, the woman you gave me. <coughs> he blamed God. He blamed God, the woman you gave me. There was something wrong with her when you gave it to me. It's your fault. Hallelujah. There was nothing wrong with Eve. She was beautiful. She was perfect. Praise you, Lord. Everything Adam needed in a woman she had and more. She was loving. She was kind. She was old. She came from God. God gives you a good wife when he gives you a wife. Praise you, Lord. So there was no finger pointing, but Adam was pointing finger back to God. And that is a hearking heart who was not willing to recognize his, his mistake. And that's not the attitude God wants for you and I. For us to be blaming someone else, not recognizing our condition, our fallen condition. Because when we act this way, we are fallen. That's why Adam and Eve were fallen. Oh, God have mercy. God have mercy. This time, when I was taken to the throne, let me tell you what happened to me. All oh, glory to you, oh, Lord. I was in the throne. I tell you this. I tell you this. I tell you this. I was in the throne. Jesus came to the room in the, in the, in the morning prayer. His glory just filled my room, my bedroom. And I was in, in deep prayer with the Lord. I, my prayer got very intense in my prayer language, very, very intense in the spirit. The Lord opened my eyes, and Jesus was standing right in front of me. I looked to his eyes, straight to his eyes. He was looking straight to my eyes. His eyes penetrated my being. As his eyes was penetrating my being, in that very second I was being raptured. I was taking the heaven in the blink of an eye. I only saw his eyes when he was taking me into heaven, the third heaven. And the moment I saw myself there, Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. The glory was beyond my imagination. I don't know if I've been in that glory, but I wanted to be in there. But it was uncomparable to anything I knew. I've been to the throne of the Father. I've been to several places in heaven. But in this glory that the Lord took me in, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Have mercy on me, Lord. This glory was so intense, 
It was so powerful. His glory covered my soul, my body, and my spirit, my thought, everything in me. It was amazing to be in that glory. I could not think of myself for one bit. I can only thank to worship God, and I knew that we, the bride of Christ, are about to enter that glory. Oh, God, hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I knew in that throne of Father that the bride of Christ, the hallelujah, the bride of Jesus, the bride of the Messiah, is about to enter our glory forever and ever. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, that glory was so intense. I could not look out from that glory. I could not see an inch from my eyes. I'm so intense, the glory is. Oh, my God, oh, my God. God, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. Oh, my God, what a glory that is. What a glory that is, my brother, my sister. What an intense glory. What an intense God we serve. He is almighty. His glory, his glory is greater than the heavens. Oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what a glory that is. What a glory that is. I thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness. Word cannot describe him. Oh, glory. Word cannot describe your glory, Jesus. Glory cannot acquire your, your throne, Lord. Cannot tell, Lord, my word, our word, Lord, will be missing. Our word is not enough to declare your glory and your throne, O oh Lord. My goodness, my goodness, I tell you, I tell you that glorious intense. In the glory, I, in the moment I realized that throne was so powerful, hallelujah, the only thing I wanted to know, how soon, how soon, how soon, how soon, we are all going to be in that glory. Oh, God, oh, God, have mercy on my soul. How soon are we all going to be in that intense glory? Oh, God, oh, God. <laughs> Nothing else had any value. Nothing else mattered in that glory. Nothing else, absolutely. Nothing mattered in that glory. I could not think of anything. Nothing mattered anymore. Absolutely nothing. My life, nothing mattered being in that glory. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Nothing mattered anymore in that glory. I tell you. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord. My goodness, my goodness. Hallelujah. And I tried to focus for a minute or a second in time. I tried looking at the clock of God. And as I focused on time, looking for time, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. What did I see? What did I see? What can I tell you I see? Oh, I thank you, Lord. I saw nothing. I saw nothing in time. I saw nothing. I saw nothing. And I knew, I knew God wanted me to look for time, looking for how, how far away we are to be raptured. I just, I just wanted to know. But praise, 
the Lord, because I have seen time before heaven. But this time, I look into the clock of God in the Spirit, and there was no time. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> and I, the, in, a, in a second, the word went through my mind, my heart, way until I tell my brothers and sisters, when I get back to earth and tell them there is no time left, I thank you, Lord. There is no time left for the bride of Christ to be raptured. There is absolutely no time left. I thank you, Lord. I'm looking for time. I'm looking for something to give to my brothers and sisters, but there was none. There was none. I knew this is going to happen any day. Oh, God, I'm so full of joy and happy to tell my brothers and sisters, listen, there's no time in God's clock. There's absolutely nothing. Nothing. I know people will say, Brother Elvis, there's got to be something. Don't tell me there's nothing. I tell you there's nothing. No, there's got to be something, you may say. But I tell you, no, there is nothing. Thank you, Lord. Brother Elvis, there's got to be something. I tell you, there was nothing. And the clock of God. Why can I tell you? I got to tell you the truth. I know it's hard to believe, but I got to tell you the truth as I saw it, as I understood it. How can I tell you there was something when I saw nothing? I understood nothing of any time left. How can I tell you there was second or minute? How can I say that to you and go lie to your face or to your ears? I cannot do that. I will be judged if I do that. If I tell you there was something, if I tell you there was a second, if I tell you there was a minute, I will be judged. I will be a liar. I got to tell you the truth because I look for it. I look hard. And to know there was anything left. There was nothing. Nothing. The only thing I'm wondering why I went out of heaven yet. It's the only thing. The only thing I'm wondering is why are we are not in heaven now? Why haven't the rapture happened yet? It's, it's what some of the prophets are saying. It's what God has said to some of the prophets. Tell my people there's no more time. And then people say, well, there's, there's no more time. <laughs> Everybody's like asking God the same question. Why is God saying, why is the Lord saying there's no more time? There's got to be time. We're still here. You see, it's our limited mind. It's our limited understanding. Jesus could be could be be heading from heaven to us right now, and it may take a few days for him to get here. Give you an example. How many days did it took for Daniel for his prayer to be answered? You know, he Jesus can be heading right now with his army. To get the bride of Christ right now, he can already be uh, standing for the throne, getting his garment, getting everything ready to come and pick up his bride right now. And what thank you, how long do we have? How long do we have? Well, how fast can he get here? <laughs> Some may be saying, how fast can he get here? I don't know. 
I don't know if there's something trying to hold him back. I, I don't think nothing can hold him back. He's the almighty. But I don't know. The prayers of Daniel took, I don't know, what, 29 days? It took him a while for the answer of his prayer. So the angel was coming down from the third throne of heaven, and it took them almost a month to get here. Brothers and sisters, praise you, Lord. And that's the time that you and I don't see, because there was a battle in heaven. Satan and his angel were trying to fight these angels that were bringing Daniel's blessing. Okay? So there, 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 there was no time, because there's no time in eternity anyway, but it's what it took for them to get here. So Jesus can be heading this way right now. We don't know that. We don't know that. But he could be heading down to earth right now. But I mean, I don't know how it might take him to get here. Oh, I thank you, Lord. I thank you. I hope you understand. I hope you understand. I hope God opens your understanding. Because there is no time. Don't ask me how long, because I tell you there is no time left. I tried looking for it in the third heaven, in the throne of Father, and there was none. There's absolutely no time. Praise you, Lord. I, I, I probably should have, hallelujah, I probably should have titled the message, the teaching tonight. No time left. I probably should have just, thank you, Lord. But I, what I wanted to say to you, to encourage you with, hallelujah, the Father got you wipe away no tear from your eyes, their eyes, your eyes. Father God himself, it's going to take care of you. Oh, what a wonderful ha What a wonderful father we have. What a, fa what a wonderful father we have. God himself. Hallelujah. We'll wipe away those tears. He's going to take those things that cause you pain away from you. When, when we depart, when we depart from this earth, in a second or two, your tears are being wiped away. Praise you, Lord. Aren't you excited? Aren't you excited? Aren't you happy for this? Aren't you happy to be in heaven in any day? That any day it will all be over. All will be over any day. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, any day. Any day, any day, any day, I tell you. It will all be over. Thank you, Lord. You will be praising God. You will be looking to the throne of God and raising your hands. Say, God, thank you. Thank you for everything you did for me on earth. Thank you for bringing me to this wonderful place. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you, Father. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you. I thank you for bringing me here. I thank you for working on me, for being so patient with me, oh, for being so loving, for being so kind, for helping me, Lord, to help me overcome my witness. I thank you. I thank you. Helping me with my witness. Helping me with my shortcoming. I thank you. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus, for never giving up on me, Lord. 
Lord, you know I struggle, Lord. Lord, you know how hard it was to me, Lord. Lord, you know without you nothing I can do, Lord. But you've never given up on me, Jesus. You've never given up, up on me, Lord. You were always there for me, Lord. You always helped. Your helping hand was there for me, Lord. You hold me, Lord. Your spirit quickened me to pray. Your spirit is there quickened me to, hallelujah, come close to you, Lord, to keep myself from you from the world, Lord. Your spirit quickened me, Lord. Your Holy Spirit, Lord, waking me in the morning to pray. Your Holy Spirit giving me the strength, Lord. You led me through your spirit, Jesus. And I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Lord, you know how difficult it was for me, Lord. Lord, there was so many times I thought I'd given up, Lord, but you never let me, Lord. You always showed me, Lord, you were there for me, Lord. When other people had left me, Lord, forsaken me, Lord, you never forsaken me, Jesus. You never left me, Jesus. You were there for me, Lord, and that's why I worship you, Lord. I thank you, Lord, for your love and mercy, for being my helper, Lord, for being my comfort, Lord, for being my God, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord Jesus. When I wanted to give up, you never let me give up. You always give me your strength. You always comfort me, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. You are great God. You are good God. You are awesome God. You're worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be worshipped, Lord. Oh, God Almighty, glory be to you. Oh, worship be to you. Let your God creation worship you, God. And Jesus, our Lord, I thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. I thank you, God, for your every soul, every soul. Lord, every soul listening to this program, Lord, be touched by you. Let your anointing, Lord, give them strength. Let your presence give them strength, Lord. Arise them, Lord. Awaken them, Jesus, in the hour, Lord, of your coming, Jesus. You are coming for your people, Lord. There's no more time left, Jesus. Give them strength, Lord. Help them, Jesus. Help them, Lord. Turn them behind like the eagle. Give them sound like the buffalo, Lord, like the buffalo, Lord. In Jesus' name, Yeshua name, Jehoshua name, I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, mighty Lord. Help your bride, Jesus. Help my brothers and sisters, Lord, that are struggling, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, that are struggling in this hour, Lord. That are finding it so difficult to serve you, Lord. Break the chains. Break the bondage. Break the joke of the enemy, Lord. In Jesus' name, for what you did on the cross, I claim your promise on the cross. I claim your promise on the cross. Set the counter free. You came to set the counter free. For the soul set free. And free and deep. I thank you, Jesus. I pray for those that need prayer, Lord. For those that need your help now, Jesus. Help the Lord. All oh, that are sick, heal them, Lord. By your strength, Lord. By your word, Lord. They are healed. Thank you, Jesus. Help your bride, Jesus. Let your anointing, Lord. Let your anointing come upon their life, Jesus. Let your anointing strengthen them, Lord. Help them, Jesus. Help them, Lord. Let this message, Lord, go through the world, Lord. Go through the building. Go through the heart. Go through the spirit. Go through the soul of your people. Help them, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Help your bride, Jesus. Help your people, Lord. In Jesus' name. Yeshua name. Jehoshua name, O Lord. 
Mighty God, your glory. You're coming in your glory, Jesus. Oh, your mighty angel. You're coming in your glory, Lord. You promise you're coming in your glory with your mighty angel. My goodness, Lord, help your people. Bring that glory. The whole earth and full of your glory. Holy, holy, holy. God Almighty, the whole earth is full of your glory. Touch your people, Lord, with your glory. Lift them up, Lord. Break the joke, Lord Jesus. Abundance, break. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. I thank you, Lord, in this hour. I thank you, mighty Jesus. Prepare the heart of your bride. Lord, fill the life with oil. Fill the lamp with oil. In Jesus' name, in this hour, Lord, let this message be an encouragement. Fill the life with oil, Lord. Prepare them for your coming, Jesus. Prepare them to meet you, Lord, in the air. Oh, Lord, any day, any hour. In Jesus' name, help your people, Lord. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Oh, my goodness, Lord, you're a wonderful God. You are a great God. You are awesome, God. Thank you, Jesus. For now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even so as I am known. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. And now by in faith, hope, charity, be dream, but the greater of these is love. Oh, I thank you, Jesus. Abide in love, my brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. If you're walking in full love of God, there is no doubt and there is no unbelief that will hurt your life anymore. If you walk in love, you will not, doubt will not be an issue. Unbelief will not be an issue. Pride will not be a nation. Walk in love, my brothers and sisters. Thank you, Lord. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but that way which that is perfect come, that which is impartial shall be done away. What is in part now, brothers and sisters, will be done away soon. We will come, hallelujah, to that what is perfect. And that was where I was a few days ago. In the perfect presence of Father God, in the perfect heaven of Father God, in the perfect armor of Father God, is what I was, where everything is perfect. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Lord. There is no doubt out there. There is no unbelief, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Not many things of the flesh are out there. I tell you this. I thank you, Lord. You are in the perfect love of Father God. You are rejoicing. Hallelujah. You have no more tears anymore, neither no more sorrow, no more crying. There should be no more pain, for the former things are passed away. God is going to make, hallelujah, everything new. He that sat upon the throne says, Behold, I'll make all things new. And he that said, uh, said uh, right unto me, for these words are true and faithful. The word of God are true and faithful. There is no way God can lie to you and I. You and I can always trust him through his word. We can always trust what his word has to say, because God is faithful. Then he said unto me, it is done. I am the Alpha. I am the Omega, the beginning and the end. I will give unto him that is thirst from the fountain of the water freely, from the water of life freely. And he that overcometh shall inherit all things, and I will be his God, and he shall be my son. God wants to be your father. God wants you to be his son. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Lord. 
Remember Cain. Cain, before he killed Abel, he was a god. But in the moment he killed Abel and turned evil, he ran from the presence of God. Hallelujah. And then he became of the devil. The devil also wants to have sons and daughters. Hallelujah. And it's up to you and I to repent. Cain refused to repent. When he refused to repent, he became of the devil. But first, he was of God. He was first of God. But his action toward his brother, hallelujah, and spoke more clear to God than anything else. So God was not pleased with Abel, I'm sorry, with Cain, over his offering. In other words, God said, I don't care what you have to offer to me, Cain. Hallelujah. You, you, you're evil. You're bad. Your actions speak more clear than what you want to say, Cain. It's action. It is our action, brothers and sisters, that speak clear to God. What are you doing today that is offending to God? Are you breaking God's commandment? Are you coming against your brothers and sisters? See, that's what Cain did. And the Bible says, be not like Cain. Who killed his brother? Who raised against his brother and killed him? Don't you raise against anyone. I tell the people, I was telling someone today, look, I know there's four prophets in, in the world because the Bible says, but be careful what you call calling people for prophets. Because if you have no discernment, if God has not revealed to you who is a full prophet, if you are calling people for prophets that you don't know if they are, you can commit it, you can be committing a great sin before God because you are judging someone else. So this is why we need to be careful. I thank you, Lord, because people are saying things that they don't know. Sometimes when people say things, I say, then God reveal it to you. And they're like, huh? Stop immediately to think about it. See, they go about what someone else says. But God has not revealed anything to them. You see? And that is the problem people are having. Brothers and sisters, thank you, Lord. So be slow to speak, the Bible says. Be slow to speak. Don't be saying all kinds of things that people are saying. Thank you, Lord. Verse 8. But they're fearful, people full of fear. The unbelieving, the abominable, the murderer, the husband, the source of the idolatry, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burned with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Verse 10, he carried me away in the spirit to a great high mountain and showed me that great seed of the holy Jerusalem descending out of heaven from God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That city was built for the holy of God. God holy people. And no liar, no one that does any evil went into that city. But that's the city where the Lord wants to bring us in the new earth. He wants you and I to come to that city. We are invited to freely come. But how are we going to come if we're not ready? If our life is not ready? We need to be repenting. The blood of Jesus needs to be cleansing us. We need to be in position with God. We need to be standing with God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I hope God opens your eye and encourages you to seek Him more. Continue to repent. Don't turn saddle, harken your heart to God. Because the things that are going on in your, in your life that are bad. No. When God allowed bad things to go through Israelites, 
It was for Israel to turn back to God. That's what God expects you and I to do. Whatever's going on bad in your life, your economy, your marriage, your family, your sons and daughters that hated you or the vision of the family, whatever's going on in your family, use it for you to come close to God and pray for them. Don't let the devil use it against you to stop you from praying. Fasting and seeking the Lord. No. No. What the devil uses it for bad, God turns it around. Use it for evil, God turns it around for good. God knows how to turn things around. But we need to humble ourselves. We need to humble. Israel enemy tried to eliminate Israel, but they never could. They never could. Because if God is with us, who can come against us? There is no more time for the rapture. Prepare and repenting with the Lord. Seek the Lord Jesus with all your heart. Because Jesus is about... Love Talk Radio. My eyes 
Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Praise God. Welcome to the Lord's Hours. Praise God, hallelujah. Tonight we're going to have a wonderful show, hallelujah. There's going to be a lot of things going on tonight, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Everybody hear me okay? Praise God. Can I get a one or a yes if, if everybody hear me okay? Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. For his mercy, his love, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah, that endureth forever, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, we're having some noise, I don't know, background noise, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, hallelujah. Well, praise God, hallelujah. Welcome, everybody, praise God, hallelujah. God bless you, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Welcome the new people. God bless you to the new people that are coming into the show, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Some people were writing to me that they, they were going to join the show, hallelujah. Praise God, and new people have been added up, hallelujah, on Facebook, hallelujah. I'm just meeting new people every day, five or six people daily or more, uh, are just writing to me, hallelujah. They're just joining us, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. I'm just so happy how God is just touching people, how God is moving, hallelujah. And he, praise God, hallelujah, people are just... Um, Saying hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, that God is moving and He He is the one ministering through Hallelujah through this program, hallelujah. And we're just so grateful for what God is doing and so grateful for what He's going to do. Praise God in the coming days, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Well, we said we were gonna have a wonderful program tonight, hallelujah. And I don't want to forget to share what God showed me, praise God, hallelujah, yesterday night. Praise God, hallelujah, and I'm going to have my brother Chance also share what God, praise God, hallelujah, had um, revealed also to him through uh, dreams he had. He had a dream, hallelujah, about the things that, that are, that are going to come very soon, hallelujah. And we're going to be talking about these things tonight, hallelujah. And we have, a, we have like two or three audio to play to the people, hallelujah, that I know that will be a tremendous blessing to your life. Praise God, hallelujah. The presence of God is going to be felt tonight. The Lord, hallelujah, is going to move. He's moving all these nights, hallelujah, and this is what we want, hallelujah. We want the presence of Jesus, hallelujah. We want him more every day, hallelujah, until the day that the trumpet sounds, praise God. We're just waiting for that trumpet to sound, praise God. And the Lord is saying his return is imminent, praise God. He's coming for his people. But before we go home, hallelujah, I remember the Lord telling me very clear, to wait for the signs, hallelujah. And I know that the tsunami to the northeast is one of the signs. The earthquake in California and the water in Israel, three things, hallelujah. Praise God that we're going to see before that trumpet sound. Because the Lord told me specifically, look for the sign, my son. And he was standing right in front of me when he told me these things. I was looking at him, hallelujah. And he told me specifically to wait for these signs. So it's very important, hallelujah that we keep an eye on these signs, hallelujah. Praise God. And I know the Lord has confirmed it to many people, hallelujah, that these things are true, hallelujah, and this is the way things are going to be, praise God, hallelujah. But he guaranteed me that once we see these signs, that he's going to take his people out of here because there are a lot, a lot of evil coming to the earth. The wrath of God, the judgment of God, it's coming, hallelujah. And I, and I want to remind people, hallelujah, that we are in the last day and that the Bible talks about but in this last day, about all the things we were going to see, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. First Samuel twenty-five, thirty-three. 33, may you bless 
for your good judgment and for keeping me from the bloodshed this day and from the avenging myself with my own hand. Praise God. Psalm 116, for the Lord watches over the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked leads to destruction. Praise God. That's what's coming. Hallelujah. Psalm 212, kiss his son and he will, hallelujah, he will be hungry and you will will lead to your destruction for his wrath can uh, flare up in a moment. Blessed are those who take refuge in him. Praise God, hallelujah. So the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, is getting very angry right now. He, When he spoke to me the last time, hallelujah, he showed me this tsunami, hallelujah, that it was uh, over 400 foot wave, hallelujah, coming into land. I believe I was in Pennsylvania. That's what the Lord confirmed, that I was in Pennsylvania. And, and I see this over 400 foot wave coming into the country. And the Lord said to me, well, they escaped this. Hallelujah. When I look at that wave, I, I couldn't believe it. Hallelujah. And he, he was letting me know that this stuff is very soon to come. Praise God. So the only escape we have is our Lord Jesus Christ. There's no other escape. He's the only escape we have. Praise God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 13, 15. Good, judge, good judgment wins favor. But the way of the unfaithful leads to destruction. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 15:11. Dead and destruction lie open before the Lord. How much more the human's heart. Praise God. Hallelujah. Proverbs 16:18. Pride goes before destruction. A haughty spirit before a fall. Praise God. Hallelujah. We got to be careful with pride. Pride goes before destruction. Hallelujah. There's so much pride in this nation right now. Praise God, hallelujah. And, and this is what's going to lead people to distraction, hallelujah. Isaiah 10.22, Though your people be like the sand by the sea, Israel only remnant will return. Distraction has been decreed over women, and, hallelujah, and righteous, hallelujah. Praise God. Talking about the return of the Jewish people to their land, hallelujah. That's all happening. It's all mostly happening completely. Praise God, hallelujah. Isaiah 10.25, Very soon my anger against you, will end and my wrath will be directed to destruction. Praise God. When God is mad, like he says there in Isaiah 25:10, he, hallelujah, when he's getting angry, hallelujah, his wrath, hallelujah, will be directed to destruction. Praise God. And this is what's coming. God is mad at the world, at the, at the people that don't want to return back from the sin back to him. Hallelujah. Want to continue living in the sinful life. Praise God. Don't want to repent, hallelujah. And God is calling us to repenting, and especially in these last days. So we just got to hear that God is speaking to us. Praise God. Isaiah 13, 6. I aware for the day of the Lord is near. It will come like distraction from the Almighty. Praise God. All this is coming from the Almighty. Isaiah 28, 22. Now stop your mocking, and your shame will become heavier. The Lord Almighty told me the destruction decree against the whole land. This was Isaiah prophesying to his people before destruction came. Hallelujah. Isaiah 30, 28. His breath is like a rushing torrent, racing up to the neck. He shakes the nations and the seed destruction. Hallelujah. He places a jar on the people. A better lead to the straight. Hallelujah. Isaiah 38, 17. Surely it was for my benefit that I suffered such an anguish. If you, hallelujah, in your love, you kept me from the pit of destruction. You have pulled all my sins behind your back. Praise God, hallelujah. This is what we want God to do, hallelujah. 
But we got to repent, people of God. We just got to repent. We got to take repenting very serious. This is time to take God serious. This is not, this is not time to play with God, hallelujah. This is time to seek God right now. Praise God, to seek repentance. All right, let's hear what Jeremiah told his people from God. Jeremiah 14, 6. Raise a signal to Zion, God said. Flee to safety without delay, for I am bringing disaster from the north and terrible distraction. Praise God, hallelujah. And we know, hallelujah, that God raised Nebuchadnezzar, hallelujah, to come against these people, hallelujah, to take these people captive to Babylon, hallelujah. And we are living about amongst Babylon right now. These nations are Babylon. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God. Just like Daniel and all these people were amongst Babylon, this is where we are right now. This is not our homeland. Our homeland is heaven. If we, we see the Lord Jesus Christ as a personal Savior, our homeland is heaven. Praise God, hallelujah. And God is going to take us out of here. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. So we just got to stay in communion with the Lord. We got to keep on seeking the Lord and putting God first in our life. Hallelujah. And remember what John 14, 15, 5 says, that without Jesus, nothing we can do. So we need the Lord more and more every single day. All right, Jeremiah kept on prophesying to his people. Jeremiah 15, 7. I will renew them, whether we know him, first in the city gate of the land. And I will bring, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, destruction on my people, for they have not changed their way. See, when we don't change the way, because the nation here don't, haven't changed the way, this is why God is bringing destruction to them, because they haven't changed the way. Praise God. And God is calling us to change our way, to change our sinful way back to Him, and repenting and seeking the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. This is why the Lord put in my heart to call His people into fasting, into the Daniel fasting, 21 day of fasting. I know some people have been asking me, hallelujah, about this fasting. The list is getting bigger every day. I, I have a lot of people that have, that have been writing to me lately to add them to the fast list. Praise God, hallelujah. So the list is growing more and more. Hallelujah. You can start this fasting and you can do as much as you can, hallelujah. I know it will be hard for some people to stay away from me for 21 days. I understand that, hallelujah. I'm used to that, but a lot of people are not. Praise God, hallelujah. So... What we want to do, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, is um, um, join the fasting. Just do five days. Do, do what you can without me. Praise God, hallelujah. There's a lot of things you cannot eat in this fasting. This is why I, I, I told people to go to Amazon, hallelujah, or go online and type in on Google um, the Daniel fasting, and you'll get a lot of information, hallelujah. Praise God, there's good information out there about the Daniel fasting, and it tells you specifically. We will put up some information on, on the website, hallelujah, very soon, praise God, hallelujah. So, we just, we just want people to join in this fasting, start seeking the Lord now. This is time to seek God. This is the time to be ready and waiting for our Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Praise God, and we got to do this in humility. I'm not saying this, hallelujah. Uh, be prideful about this. No, hallelujah. The Lord had me repenting pride all the time. Hallelujah. Because the Lord said there's so much pride on us, on human beings, and the devil. This is one thing he's contaminating us with, is pride. Pride, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Um, it, it's a problem in our life, and humans being, hallelujah. Since Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, hallelujah, we've been dealing with pride. It's just not easy. And the reason we've been falling it's because the Proverbs says very clear, I just read it to you, that, that, that before a fall, pride comes. 
Before you fall, pride comes. So if you're falling, that's pride. Because you will not sin if you don't have no pride in your life. If you, if you just have total humility and you have no pride in your life, you won't have no problem with sin. Hallelujah. That's what the Lord has revealed to us in these last days. Hallelujah. That we're sinning because we have pride in us. Hallelujah. So praise God. That's why, that's why the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was on earth, he was total humility. If you want to copy after somebody, copy after the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at his life. Read the gospel. Praise God. The gospel of Matthew. Look, uh, Mark, look, and John. And, and, and even Paul spoke about the Lord Jesus so much. His humility, hallelujah, will change you if you just pay attention to his humility. There was not a, a single thing of pride in Jesus. The devil, the devil had no access to him, hallelujah, to contaminate him with pride. But we have the problem, hallelujah, there. The devil has been contaminating us with pride. I mean, we just got to repent pride every day, brothers and sisters. It's a problem that we have, hallelujah. Pride, unbelief, and doubt are three things that the Lord has pointed out to me that I need to be repenting every single day because we have so much problem with doubt and with unbelief. Unbelief is one of the greatest tools the enemy is using in these last days. We just got to be careful because we can be, we can, we can have so much unbelief in our life that even when someone uh, tells you the word, what the word of God says, you you won't believe it or you will doubt it. Praise God! But you know you gotta be repenting it. We just gotta be repenting pride down unbelief. Praise God! And you'll find out that as you go on repenting these things, you have less less problem with it. Praise God! You just gotta ask the Lord to take these things out of you and confess them. As a sin, and just repent and repent them before the Lord every single day, and watch out what happens. Hallelujah! With your life, have your life will change. Hallelujah! Because when you don't have pride, then you got humility, and humility is what we need. Praise God! Hallelujah! So I just want to continue for because there are new people joining. That the praise God! Hallelujah! That to join in this fasting, you can write to us to info at the Lord's Hour dot com or, or, or my email. Hallelujah, Sapa9999 at gmail.com. That's Sapa49 at gmail.com. Praise God, hallelujah. And hallelujah, I will praise God, hallelujah, try to help as much as I can. We will put this together. We, we just doing, we're doing so much right now. But we will put all this stuff. We will have all this information on the website, hallelujah. And sooner we, we, we take a break after we're done with this 21 fasting, we'll continue with another 21 fasting day. If the Lord have not returned, praise God, and we'll have all that information up on the website, the Lord'sHour.com, the Lord's with S, Hallelujah, praise God, Hallelujah. So if you're having problem logging in, let let my brother, praise God, the co-host, Hallelujah, brother Chance, know that you are having problem, Hallelujah, and he will do whatever he can to try to help you, Hallelujah, praise God. He's very very knowledgeable with pages, Hallelujah, and he will help you, praise God, Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So let me continue here. Before Hallelujah. Before I continue, I want to I want to play you uh, a small sound that we got. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me see if I can find it. Hallelujah. Praise God. This this um this small piece of audio talks about about the Antichrist. I know I had a lot of people emailing me about the Antichrist, and we just wanted to put this this small audio on from YouTube. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Did Jesus really reveal the name of the Antichrist? I will report the facts. You can decide. 
In Luke chapter 10, verse 18, Jesus said these words. And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning falling from the heavens. These words are written in Greek and translated in Hebrew. However, Jesus spoke these words originally in Aramaic, which is the most ancient form of Hebrew. As you know, the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. If a modern Jewish rabbi were to speak these words of Jesus today, he would speak them in Hebrew, much the same way that Jesus would have spoken. So in Hebrew, Jesus said that he saw Satan falling as lightning from the heights or from the heavens. So what are the words for lightning and heights or heavens in Hebrew? From the Strong's Hebrew Dictionary, word number 1299, a primitive root word meaning to lighten or lightning or to cast forth, the word is barak. In the Strong's Hebrew Dictionary, word number 1300, lightning or by analogy a gleam, a flashing sword, or a brightness or a glittering, the Hebrew word is barak. So lightning or a flash of light in Hebrew is pronounced barak or barak. Now consider this amazing fact. The book of Isaiah is the source of origin for the Christian concept and understanding of Satan or Lucifer as Isaiah calls him in chapter 14, especially in verses 12 through 19. In Isaiah chapter 14, verse 14, Lucifer or Satan is credited with these words, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the Most High. In the verses of Isaiah that refer directly to Lucifer, several times it is mentioned that Satan has fallen from the heights or from the heavens. The Hebrew word used in this text for the heights from which Satan fell is Strong's Hebrew word 1116, pronounced Bama. Bama is most commonly used to refer to a high sacred place as well as to the heights of the heavens or the clouds. In Hebrew, the letter Wa is often transliterated as a U. Some scholars use the O for this transliteration. It is primarily used as a conjunction to join concepts together. So to join in Hebrew poetry the concept of lightning or barak and a high place like heaven or the heights of heaven, the letter U or sometimes O, the Hebrew letter Wa would be used. So, Barak O Bamal or Barak U Bamal in Hebrew poetry, similar to the style written in Isaiah, would translate literally as lightning and the heights or the heavens or lightning from the heights of the skies or the heavens. The word Satan is Satan in Hebrew a direct translation. So back to Jesus' prophecy in Luke chapter 10, verse 18. If spoken by a Jewish rabbi today, influenced by the poetry of Isaiah, he would say these words in Hebrew, the words of Jesus in Luke chapter 10, verse 18, as, And I saw Satan as Barak Obama. Did Jesus reveal to us the name of the Antichrist? I report, you decide.
Tonight, a mysterious traffic tie-up just before the afternoon rush hour. And it is all because of birds. This is really weird. Hundreds of birds literally just dropped from the sky and then landed on I-95, bringing traffic there to a crawl. Now, this happened on the northbound lanes in Laurel. And now the quest is underway to determine just what caused the mass kill-off of these birds. Stephen Gita joins us now from the edge of the freeway with the very latest there. Stephen? Ellison, you can see traffic moving smoothly now off of I-95, but earlier today a lot of confusion and concern when birds which were flying in the sky started to crash to the pavement. I-95 splattered with black, the color of hundreds of birds which crashed to the pavement from the sky. But I, I haven't heard of anything locally like that ever. While the traffic jam has eased and the cleanup of carcasses ceased, the mysterious death of all these birds has a lot of people asking questions. Dan Kennedy says something weird like this happened nearby. Like a week or two ago, something like that, it was a bunch of birds flying into a parking lot. I guess thinking it's water diving in and... I don't know. Bunch of bunch of birds died, and you said the same thing happened today on 95. So I don't know. Some here suspect something sinister. Environmental hazards, toxins in the air and in the environment, maybe. And there are those in Laurel who link the death of the birds here to similar incidents elsewhere. Down in uh, Alabama or Mississippi, something like that. Again, three to six months ago, I think it happened twice, where a whole bunch of birds just kind of died and just fell out of the sky. One possible culprit is nearby power lines. The birds are starlings, which often fly in large flocks. They move in unison and could have encountered something deadly simultaneously. But with no definitive cause name for killing the birds, some here continue to worry about a hidden danger to themselves. We're next. They're the canaries. Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God. I just wanted to play that uh, birds are dying. <laughs> Praise God, hallelujah. It's coming on the news, hallelujah. They are signs of the end, things are happening around the world. Praise God, hallelujah. Strange, uh, strange things are happening. Not, this, is, this is in the United States happening now. This thing happening in, in Central America for a while now. Praise God, hallelujah. Uh, birds have been dying around, around the world, and it's now happening in America. Hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And I know what the, what, what the Lord showed me yesterday night was, praise God, hallelujah, they, uh, the distraction that is coming, hallelujah, it will affect almost every state in the United States. Hallelujah. For some reason, God wants to use this, this nation as an example. Praise God, hallelujah, to the other nations, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. And, and I know, we know that God has loved this nation so much, hallelujah. But he, he's bringing all this stuff, and he's letting me know it's imminent. This, this stuff is imminent, praise God, hallelujah. We are in the end time time, hallelujah. And all, this stuff, all, the, all these judgments are coming, praise God. And what we got, what we got to do is prepare. We got to seek the Lord. But we got to warn people also, praise God, hallelujah. We just got to warn people. There's more video going on YouTube, or dreams that people are having, praise God, hallelujah, about this end time, hallelujah, how, how God is saying that the, this end is imminent, the righteous is imminent, praise God, hallelujah. And I've been announcing, I believe, first in a lot of people since last year or two years ago. I just kept on telling people there's all this stuff that's imminent, it's here. And now a lot of people are waking up to the truth, praise God, hallelujah. And I know that the Lord since the 50 or earlier been talking about this to, to his prophet, that all this stuff was coming right at the end time. There will be signs in the cloud, because the Bible says it very clear, hallelujah. 
and the signs are there clearly, clearly, clearly. Praise God, the Lord is coming, destruction is coming, and we just got to prepare. And the Lord showed me again, hallelujah, how after the tsunami came to the northeast, how much the state was destroyed. And um, one of the things I was seeing from people was that people, um, all the major supermarkets were damaged, hallelujah. Truck cannot bring food anywhere because uh, everything was damaged. The, the Washington Bridge was gone. Praise God, hallelujah. And there just no, was no way possible to bring any food anywhere. Praise God, hallelujah. All the bridges were down. And, and, and I, I see how people struggle so much after all this came. And the Lord wanted me to see it so I can tell his warmest people that all this is imminent. He is very serious. The Lord Jesus Christ is very serious that this is imminent. I will not be talking about this, hallelujah, unless he himself told me, praise God, show me this. And he, praise God, hallelujah, for a few days, I didn't got nothing until a couple of nights ago. He, he, he took me out again until what's coming soon, hallelujah, and show me again. Hallelujah, so I can tell his people, hallelujah, that all this stuff is coming. And to the people that, that don't want to take the righteous serious, that don't want to go home with, to be with the Lord, hallelujah, they got a lot of things that they're going to have to go through. And one of the things, hallelujah, that the Lord reminded me is, hallelujah, that basically life, people are not going to be able to live very soon in the United States. They will have to leave this country because of the judgment that God is bringing to this country. So the question is that, hallelujah, they're either going to seek the Lord now, that's what the Lord will show me, or they're going to die. Praise God. And I was like, wow, when I seen all the distraction that is coming. And that's the first tsunami because the Lord showed me there are two more tsunamis right after that. And as the tsunami keeps on coming, they're going to be greater and greater and greater until there's almost no land. Hallelujah. This land will go back to be under the sea again. The Lord showed this to me. Praise God. Very, very clear. Hallelujah. So it's a warning to God's people that we got to be seeking the Lord and repenting. Don't let anybody tell you that all this stuff is not coming. Don't let, don't let people tell you that the righteous is not imminent. No, seek the Lord for yourself. Do it. Don't let nobody mislead you and all this. Because remember, hallelujah, if you go to hell, you are going to be the one paying for your own consequence, for your own decision. So don't let anybody... Hallelujah, make decision for you. No, you seek the Lord yourself. Hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. See, because a lot of people, after they heard a word, like that pastor from New York, uh, a few of his members uh, listened to my videos on YouTube, or the Lord's video, and um, they went to the pastor, and they felt in the spirit that what the Lord was telling them was imminent. Praise God, and the pastor that never listened to the video nothing, told them, ah, he's a, that's Elby, probably a fanatic. I don't know that Elby. But he's probably a fanatic. How can be he's been saying all this stuff is imminent? And this is the pastor that went into fasting and praying with the Lord. And the Lord spoke to him so loud and said to, and said to him, What well, my servant Elvis is saying is true. You better listen and get ready. You better go turn on that computer and listen to that YouTube video. Because that's my word. And he was all shaken up. And he wrote, he wrote, he wrote to me a big email with everything that happened. So he explained everything, how the Lord spoke to him and everything. He said, brother, continue to preach the message. Hallelujah. This is what we need in the end. The Lord really shaking me up, brother. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, I, I was happy. I was, I'm happy that what the Lord is doing with people. He's visiting them in the middle of the night. He's giving them vision. He's talking to them through dreams. He's confirming to them what we're saying, that they, all this stuff is imminent. He's showing them 
was coming to the U.S., hallelujah, too bad we don't have uh, at least uh, 300 million people listening to the show right now. Praise God, hallelujah. Because they should be listening to the show right now. Because all this stuff is imminent. Their life is on the line. Praise God, hallelujah. They're in sin. I mean, the majority of the people are not judging. I don't want to be a judge. No, no, no way, Jose. I do not want to be a judge, hallelujah. But I want to warn people, hallelujah, that all this stuff is imminent. And uh, this is no time to be wasting time. This is no time to be in sin. This is time to be seeking the Lord with everything we got, with all our strength. Like it says the first commandment, love your God with all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, and all your strength. This is to be loving God now. This is to be seeking God the way he wants us to seek him, hallelujah. Praise God. Now, now hallelujah, praise God, being, being cold in the Lord. Praise God. I, uh, Jeremiah fifty-one fifty-four. The sound of the cry comes from Babylon. The sound of the great destruction from the land of Babylon. Praise God. We are in the midst of the land of Babylon right now. Ezekiel twenty-one thirty-one. I will pour out my wrath on you and breathe out my fiery anger against you, says God. I will, del- I will deliver you into the hands of brutal men, men kill and destruction. Praise God. Hallelujah. Our God is very serious. He warned the people of it in the time of Ezekiel. Hallelujah. He's warning us now. Praise God. We need to take the word of God serious. Ezekiel 32, 9. I will trap up a heart of many people when I bring about your destruction. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I'm going to take a break. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And I'll be back. He got to be very, very, very. Thank you, Jesus. Your are 
Praise God, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, hallelujah. Praise God. I'm going to have my brother Chance, hallelujah. Praise God, hallelujah. Come on in the air, hallelujah. And share with us, hallelujah, what God's been showing him, hallelujah. Praise God for uh, for two uh, two different nights, hallelujah. God's been showing him, hallelujah. Uh, what the Lord has shown me, how about what I share with people in different nights, hallelujah. Uh, praise God, hallelujah, brother Chance. Yes, sir. Brother, can you share with the people, hallelujah, what God's been showing you lately that is, that is about to come to this nation? Praise God, hallelujah. Sure. Um, some of you probably heard this first dream before that I had. Um, you know, I went to bed. I was, I was praying, uh, asking God to put my spirit and body and soul under fire uh, for an hour. I kept praying uh, for God to show me what I needed to do uh, to get to the first heaven. Um, I, I was praying to the Lord. I kept saying, you know, the, the prayer we have on the website many times. And after some time after my prayer, I began um, reading Acts of the Apostles in the Bible uh, until I was so tired that I started to drift off to sleep. Um, I then had this dream that I was uh, standing, you know, well, I was actually, uh, after reflecting on it for a while, I was actually hovering above the ground. I was pretty high up because I could see the entire east coast of the United States. And um, I saw this wall of water uh, just coming towards the east coast, uh, and it was it was it was huge. It was massive, and um, you know I heard these words um, to the rooftops, to the peaks, and this wall of water just came rushing in with such a force, and I could feel the force of the wind from this water as it was pushing the wind, and uh, I could even smell the, the salty air, you know, as it rushed in. With, with such a massive speed and it destroyed everything there was nothing left all the buildings were gone there was only water uh, and, and nothing else uh, and then I heard the words let it be done Great. and then uh, after this I was taken to another place where um, I saw it was very hilly there was lots of trees it was very green and lush uh, there were no cities around or buildings um, anywhere there were there was a bunch of soldiers though a lot of military and they had like a makeshift temporary base in this remote countryside they seemed to be having a good time whatever they were doing there uh and that, that's really all i saw uh and then the last part of my dream uh you know i just see the sky and it was beautiful it was very bright magnificent lots of bright blue colors and clouds and then um and then i see this bright light up here and it begins to emanate from the center of these clouds with extremely bright rays coming out of it and then i see jesus appear there uh in the in the in the light and he was you know wearing a white robe i could see his hair i could see his his feet um his hands were outstretched i could see his beard um it, you know and, and then he it looked like he was